What's up, button mashers and key clackers? Welcome to episode 23 of the Button Key Games cast. I'm Jordan, and I'm going solo again this week. Evan was out of town for the weekend, uh, enjoying his 4th of July out of state, so he was unable to be with me tonight to record this for you guys. I'm actually recording this Sunday night, and uh, so it's really crunch time going in here to get this news out for you guys. First things first, I want to talk a little bit about a little game that I've been playing called Dota Underlords. It is kind of an auto chess clone, uh, which is kind of funny how that came about. So let's back up a little bit. So really, Dota 2, or Defense of the Ancients, Dota in general, is based on a mod from Warcraft 3. And then, uh, and then they went on to make Dota 2, which is like a commercial version of the original mod, uh, which is kind of how the game came about. And then you have Auto Chess, which was a mod created for Dota 2 um, to play this particular type of strategy game with Dota 2's assets. And then, so now after that, which was a mod, now you have Dota Underlords, which is Valve's official version of a game based in the Dota 2 world that is an auto chess game. And then you also have Dota 2 Auto Chess, the mobile game, which is a commercial version of the original Dota 2 Auto Chess mod for phones made by the original team that made the mod. So you have one on PC, Dota Underlords, that is made by Valve, and Dota Auto Chess, which is made by the original team behind the Auto Chess mod for mobile. So it's a whole big, weird, confusing web of things that came to be Auto Chess. And you've also got uh, a few other competitors, too. So you have uh, Riot has their version, which the name escapes me at this very moment. Um, but there's a, there's a couple of them out there. So you start the game with one gold, and you can buy a single hero. And, and basically, that's how every game starts, is you have no heroes, you have one gold, you buy a hero, and then you have two loot rounds. And what happens is you buy that hero, and then you place him on your game board. And then when your turn begins, the fight is automatic, hence the name Auto Chess, right? Um, and basically, the first couple rounds are loot rounds. So you're fighting minions, kind of like the Dota minions, if you've ever played that game. It's just like an AI um, that's relatively easy. Pretty sure you can't lose that first round. And uh, it's designed to get you more gold. So you, you, you do that, you get more gold, then you buy more heroes to put on your game board. And basically, uh, you start at level one, and you progressively level up like you would expect. Um, and as you level up, so level one, you can put one hero on the, on the game board. Level two, you can put two heroes on the game board, so on and so forth, and it just continues that way. Um, so it's kind of like a tower defense kind of style game with a little bit of a battle royale mixed in, which I'll get to how that fits here. Um, and <clears throat> so it's a very interesting genre. I never really played anything quite like it, but, um, the way it has kind of a battle Royale factor is that you're against eight other people, but you only fight one at a time. Um, and when you're, when you're fighting, if you, if you lose the fight, you lose health, you start with a hundred and how much you lose when you lose a fight depends on how many heroes they have and how much damage their heroes do, um, and kind of just how strong they are. Um, and, and so once your health hits zero, you're eliminated and it's kind of a last man standing. So there comes a point where it's just you and one other guy, uh, going back and forth, uh, until one of you is dead. Um, 
and it's it's a lot to juggle. You got to juggle the economy. Uh, you got to juggle uh, your synergies. So like the heroes all have a race and a class. And in if you combine a bunch of different heroes with the same class, then you get a, a bonus or a buff from that class um, attribute. And then same with the race. So you kind of got to work on how you want to build your board and what heroes are on your board. And they can give you a big bonus, like more attack damage, or they can reduce enemy armor and uh, they can add a uh, lifesteal and stuff like that. So it's it's a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed my time with it. It was introduced to it by a friend of mine, and uh, it can really mess with you because you think things are going one way, and then it can just the pendulum can just swing the other so fast. Um, so anyway, I'm not going to go too deep into the game, um, but you know, as time goes on, you get heroes that cost more gold and. Um, that allows you to level them up higher. So like if you have one hero on the board and you really like that hero, if you have three of them, he becomes a, like what they call a two-star hero. So he's got more health and he deals more damage. And um, <clears throat> you, can, uh, you can do that again, but you've got to get three more of that to make another two-star. And then you have two two-stars. And then you got to get three more to make a third two-star. When you have three two-star versions, that makes one three-star version. Um, so... It can be a little bit confusing when you're not looking at it, so I'm not sure if this is all making a lot of sense, but I'm doing the best I can here, but um, definitely check it out. It's a free game. It'll probably run on most any PC, um, and I'm pre- they've got a mobile version, so if anything, check that out. Um, really fun game. Uh, also, I finished Outer Wilds. I actually finished it a while ago and just had forgotten to mention it. Um, I know we also did an interview with Andrew Prollo a few weeks ago. If you missed that, go check it out. Um, he was the composer for the game, and that was really uh, a really cool uh, episode. So definitely, definitely check that out if you missed it. But I finished that game, and there's not too much to say because you can't say much without spoiling it. But man, that game was really, really cool. Um, definitely a lot of puzzle pieces to put together. And I highly recommend if you're playing that game to do everything you can do before you finish. Um, but it is, it's really good. Um, if you have Xbox game pass on, on your, on your console, there is no excuse not to play it. And of course it's available on PC as well, but uh, the game is just, it's very, very, it's just beautiful. I feel like that's the best way to explain it. Um, it's the ending of the game was very, melancholy but also good um i I can't like i said i can't say too much so it's kind of hard to get into it too much but um i did just want to mention i finished it and that it's amazing and that game is absolutely on my game of the year list um and we'll see where it places as the year comes to a close but i also wanted to mention this week i had a chance to spend some time in standout vr which if you have pc vr they're probably the few but if you do play that game because man it's fun it's it's a battle royale game uh, a lot like a PUBG, but in vr and man it's a blast I, i've played it before like i've had it for a really long time i just got to spend some time with it um actually played with some family members of mine who who have vr headsets and it was a blast um the snipers in that game they're hard to use it's hard to use sniper scopes in vr and in the vr games are still a bit janky um, and this one has no exception, but man, it is fun once you kind of really start to get into it. 
Um, I had a blast. But anyway, I mean, that's just a little bit of what I played this week, and I highly recommend that you check all of those games out. But on to a little bit of news. Uh, So this week we got uh, a Borderlands teaser, uh, Claptrap giving a tour of Pandora. Uh, That was... It was really cool. Go check that out if you missed it. Um, but we also heard that Borderlands 3 is going to have a ping system, much like Apex Legends, which is very welcome uh, from me personally. Uh, I love the ping system. I know a lot of people love it. And even even when you're using a microphone, it's nice to be able to ping something without having to explain where it is. You know, because a lot of times you're like, hey, there's a gun over here. And they're like, where? But you just look at it, ping it. You don't even have to say anything. Your friends can go grab it. You can communicate about more important stuff um, when it comes to your tactics. But it's just such a needed feature in like every game at this point. So we really just developers just put ping systems in games. All of them. We have Wolfenstein Youngbloods coming up here in a couple of weeks. And I could not be more excited. Um, I will be playing that day one. And uh, hopefully we will... Well, I know we will do a first impressions uh, after that comes out, so be sure to check that out. July 26th. Also less recently, but we didn't talk about it, the Valve Index released. And uh, I want one, but unfortunately cannot have one at the moment. But I've been hearing uh, about some controller issues where the sticks aren't clicking when you're pushing a certain direction and they're being a little bit funky. Um, and so I'm really bummed because I was going to buy some index controllers for my Vive at the very least. And now I can't even do that because index controllers are having problems. So that's a bummer. Valve, please fix, please. But I've heard nothing but great things about the headset itself. Uh, from what everyone said, it has spectacular clarity, like a big jump up, more than expected in a lot of cases. So I'm really excited to at least get to try one uh, soon, hopefully. So there's this other game. It's called Warframe. I'm the only one of my friends who likes it, but I like it a lot. It's a good game. Um, if you played it when it came out, it really wasn't that great. I played it and was like, this is stupid, and I stopped. And then years later, a friend of mine was like, no, you got to try it again, man. It's so good for a free game. And then I jumped into it. I'm like, holy, like this, this game has so much content that's free. Like it, it has so much and it's the loot grind is really satisfying to me. Um, but I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea, but if you like Warframe, um, they just had their little convention for Warframe Tenocon, and they, they unveiled a new cinematic, uh, opening of, for the game. It's going to basically be at the entrance or the start of the game, uh, coming soon in the future. It's a little over six minutes long and it was pretty awesome. Um, go check that out if you, if you haven't already. Uh, but it was really cool to see, uh, Excalibur in there just like being a space ninja, like he always is. And it was, um, it was awesome. It's the kind of stuff that that game needs is just more production value. Uh, but the gameplay is just so much fun. Um, definitely support those devs. And if you haven't played that game in a while, it is completely different than the last time you played it. I promise. Go check it out. If you like loot based shooters, it's a great game. Um, a lot of people compare it to Destiny, but I don't really like that comparison. It is third person, uh, but it's so much fun. Lots of fun melee combat and uh, tons of cool guns to to collect. And you kind of build your guns in that game. Really good game. 
play it if you haven't, but uh, definitely go check out that cinematic trailer reveal because it was awesome. Also, this week, we had a strange thing, no pun intended, but Windows, or Microsoft rather, sent out an interesting couple of tweets um, saying, the first one saying, introducing the all-new Windows 1.0 with MS-DOS executive, clock, and more. And then there's like a video that looks like an ad for Windows 1.0 from 1985, um, and they sent out a few other tweets about um, Excel chart and flight sim. And uh, basically, whatever this is, is happening today for you guys, July 8th, uh, which is tomorrow for me. So I guess you guys will know exactly what that means right now. Or if you don't, go Google it because it should be available very soon. Um, <clears throat> and they sent out one that said, Happy Fourth from all of us in Redmond. And it shows like a 1980s PC running Microsoft Paint. <clears throat> And uh, everyone suspected it was a Stranger Things tie-in, which they confirmed with a final tweet that said, before we move forward, are you sure you're ready to go nowhere? And it says K-N-O-W where. Like, I'm not really sure what that meant. But in the video that was along with that tweet, you can see an old PC um, with Netflix logo on it. Uh, which seems to confirm the Stranger Things tie-in. So this is kind of an interesting thing. We still don't really know what it is, um, but should know as of today. The Nintendo Switch Mini, quote-unquote, has been rumored for a while, um, and there was a leak that happened uh, on the 3rd, which was an image from accessory manufacturer called Hansen. And... It is basically an, an image of what this supposed new Switch Mini uh, will look like. And <clears throat> one of the interesting things, or a couple of the interesting things to note, probably the biggest one, is that the controllers are not detachable. It is one, an all-in-one unit. Um, it looks similar to the Joy-Con layout. It's just you can't separate it from the console. Um, there was another leak uh, that kind of confirmed that design that was from Roland Quant of WinFuture, which is kind of, he's known for some more accurate leaks um, that he's had in the past. And all this is, it's interesting for sure. Um, there have been things suggesting it'll be dock compatible, but won't come with a dock um, that we've seen kind of in the past. Not really sure how reliable that stuff is, but it makes sense. You know, if it's going to be part of the Switch family, it ought to be able to uh, be dockable or it's not really a switch. Um, but without detachable Joy-Cons, if you, if you dock it, which you'd have to buy the dock anyway, but if you dock it, then you have to have another controller. You can't use the controllers it comes with. So there, there's just a couple of things that this implies that's kind of strange. Um, one, I want to know what the heck the price point for something like this is going to be, uh, because... I, I, it has to be like 150 because if it was $200, then your dock is 70 and then you still need a controller. It just doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to, to buy this console if it's $200 where you could get a little more versatility out of the standard switch for an extra hundred bucks. And, um, it, it's just, it's just an odd decision, but I, I mean, I could be proven wrong. I mean, what if this thing comes out at $120? I mean, I doubt it, but that would be, you know, that would make sense. 
Um, but, but not only that, now you don't have motion controls, which, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of anyway, but games like ARMS, you can't play ARMS um, really the proper way if, if you can't detach Joy-Cons. So you're going to have to go buy some Joy-Cons to play that game properly. Um, or as Nintendo says, the proper way to play Super Mario Odyssey is to be able to throw the hat with motion controls. Um, stuff like that won't be possible if you can't detach them. So it's just kind of, I don't know, it's weird. So I'll just have to see how that develops. Uh, it seems to be everyone still expects to see this thing by the end of 2019. So I guess we don't have too long to wait to find out for sure. But that was kind of all the notable news um, from this week. And uh, I hope that you are all doing well. And I'm sorry this was a bit of a short one. But uh, hopefully we'll be back to our regular and our, our normalcy very soon. Um, as Evan and I should be back together next week. So be sure to check us out on our Instagram at ButtonKeyGames on our website, which is uh, ButtonKey.Games. Um, and thank you so much for listening, everybody. I, I really appreciate you tuning in uh, every week for this, our loyal listeners. It's just, it, means, it means so much to me. It means so much to Evan. And uh, we will see you next week. Stay classy out there.